Hi Stacy. so I'm going over your email and I am looking at all of the questions. And I am going to go down your list one by one. So your first question is suggestions to learn analyzing skin. So the first thing I would recommend is I'm going to send you a document that shows you every single step for face mapping. There are classes that usually have to do with retail that you can take through Dermalogica, um, but they did just change their website. So let me give you that information first. So the new website is pro.dermalogica.com and you would use your old login information um, to get into that account. So it's the same thing that it used to be. It's just going to look a little different. But the way that you book the classes is still going to be the same way. So get familiar with that. Um, there's some on-demand videos about face mapping. But this document's probably the easiest one because it kind of goes step by step. So it's going to talk about how to greet the client, how to get to know their skin, how to face map, what to look for, the zones that you analyze, filling out the skin fitness plan, face mapping app that is something that you can use too, and prescribing products and following up. So the, the main part of this is to try to do this without the client knowing that you're doing it. You don't want to say, okay, I'm going to face map you and I'm going to look at each zone of your skin. You want it to feel like a conversation and you don't have a lot of time to do this either. So you want to kind of know what you're looking for right off the bat. So in the document on page seven and eight, you'll see a chart. And this chart basically explains every single thing that you, you will possibly find that is within your scope. There might be things going on that are outside of your scope. And in that case, you would recommend a dermatologist. But within our scope, breakout activity, dehydration, fine lines, sensitivity and redness, milia, comedones, oiliness, pigmentation, and deep lines. So what you want to know is what do those things look like? So what I would do is take a, ch a minute to go through each single one. Breakout activity is obvious, but what does dehydration look like? So read that description, very fine lines and crepey appearance with dry patches. So go on Google, Google dehydrated skin, and look at skin types that are dehydrated so that when you see somebody with dehydrated skin, you see that that is what you're looking at. If you don't know what it looks like, then you can't say that that's what it is. Another thing is, what's the difference between fine lines and deep lines? So a fine line is usually a line that happens when the skin is moved. A deep line is there regardless of facial expression or not. So the difference is that the fine line is going to be something that you might have to move the skin around to see it, where a deep line is much more obvious. Pigmentation, there's all sorts of pigmentation. There's hyperpigmentation, there's hypopigmentation. So you want to study what type of pigment are you looking at. There's pigment that is dark on the skin, and depending on the trigger for that pigmentation, the pigment will be different. So in a lighter skin type, the pigment may be more red or even purple, 
where a darker skin tone is going to have brown and darker. Also, other different causes. Stress can cause pigment. Hormone can cause pigment. Um, inflammation can cause pigment. Acne can cause pigment. Sun exposure can cause pigment. So you want to know what is the what kind of pigment is it so that you know how to treat it. If somebody has post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation, then they obviously need to be treated with acne products. If somebody has sun-related pigmentation, then you're going to want to treat them with anti-aging products. So vitamin C versus niacinamide or phytic acid. So you would want to determine the type of pigmentation so you can figure out what the trigger is and protect their skin from that trigger. Sensitivity also has two types. You have sensitized skin, you have sensitive skin. So sensitized means something that the client is doing to themselves. They're over cleaning their skin, they're over irritating their skin, they're scrubbing it too much, they're using too many acids. Or are they born sensitive? Have they always been sensitive? Do they have eczema, psoriasis? Do they have a history of sensitivity to fragrance and dyes in their laundry detergents? Do they have responsive skin to just to touch? So you want to determine what kind of sensitivity are you dealing with. Everybody says that their skin is sensitive, but the truth is that not everybody is born with sensitive skin. Some people create sensitivity because of the mistreatment of their skin. So a healthy skin barrier will prevent that histamine response. So if your client is saying, I'm sensitive, then the next question is going to be, well, how do you, does your skin respond negatively when you use something new? Or do you feel burning? You want to understand what does that sensitivity feel like to them? Why do they think it's sensitive? Um, milia is out of our scope of practice, but we do notice it a lot. And that's something that you would suggest them to see a dermatologist for, which they can extract that for them. Um, but usually milia is a sign of overuse of product, using the wrong types of products, products with mineral oils, or other type of comedogenic oils that congest the skin. Um, so you want to kind of see what they're using on a regular basis. And then comedones is natural. Comedones happen. You're never going to have a blackhead free face. It's just not possible. It's part of the skin's function and it's how it works. Now, when there's an over accumulation of comedones, then that leads to other issues like texture, dehydration, breakout activity. So the point is to regulate the frequency of the comedones. Then when they begin, they're considered whiteheads, meaning they are in the hair follicle, not exposed to oxygen, so they don't oxidize. And that's okay. Whiteheads are okay. If you can extract them, great. That's the point of getting extractions. Now, when somebody has blackheads, that's a sign that they're buildup is accumulating very quickly or they're not exfoliating properly. So a blackhead is a sign that the person is either proliferating quickly and needs assistance in exfoliation at home and in the treatment room, or it's a sign that they're not exfoliating at all. So blackheads are comedones that are 
filling the follicle till the till they're exposed to air. And at that point, they oxidize, which turns them dark, which is why they're called blackheads. So you want to know what you're looking at. Another thing is certain skin types, especially people that have oily skin, their follicles are consistently dilated, making them look congested. Some skin types also have, depending on their ethnicity, hair that grows out of the hair follicle. That's what you're looking at. It is a hair follicle. So most skin types, you don't see the hair because the hair is fine and it's light. But usually Fitzpatrick 4, 5, and 6, you're going to see the hair coming out, which looks like blackheads. I personally usually take tweezers during the extraction portion and gently remove the little hairs, which makes it look cleaner. And then I inform them that that is not a blackhead, it's hair which can't, you can't do anything about that. You can only basically tweeze them out and they're going to come back. But at least they'll know that it's not blackheads. Um, oiliness is, it's basically to the touch. When you do face mapping, they ask you to pre-cleanse and then do face mapping. I like to feel their skin before I do anything to it because that is a true reading of oiliness especially if they have not cleansed their skin before they see you. So if a client says, I'm oily, before you cleanse their skin at all, feel it. Feel the amount of oil production. Ask them, when was the last time you washed your face? You want to kind of gauge how many hours did it take for this person to get this amount of oil. Another thing is, if you don't know because they just cleansed their skin, you can ask them, do you see um, shininess or do you feel oily? at around lunchtime or at around dinner time. So basically, if you're washing your face in the morning, by the middle of the day, how much oil do you notice? Or do you notice more in the evenings after your whole day is done? That's another good way to determine oiliness. And in that case, it's usually a sign of dehydration. So when the skin lacks water, it triggers oil. Therefore, a dehydrated skin will be oily even though people that are dehydrated say they're dry when they're not. They're oil. They, they can be oily. They're water dry, not oil dry. So in that case, you would want to see how much oil are they producing and how would you correct oil? Would it be through hydration or would it be through removal of excess oil? So that's all of the little parts of that chart. Um, and like I said, there are training videos, but you really want to get to know that specific chart. Then it shows you the skin fit form and the app that you can use. Um, it also gives you a little chart of each zone of the face. So the forehead, the nose between the eyes, the chin, the mouth, the eyes, the cheeks, the neck, and the lower jaw. And then it tells you if you're seeing activity like X, Y, or Z things. So if in the forehead you're seeing congestion, then that can be a side of improper removal of hair product, makeup, improper removal of eyebrow hair, using comedogenic ingredients. It also can be linked to a Chinese diagnosis, which is lack of water intake or poor digestion. 
Another thing I notice is when people start a detox or start a diet or start changing some sort of pattern in their lifestyle, the forehead will reflect purging. So you'll see an increase of breakout activity in the forehead due to those lifestyle changes. Also diet when it comes to food sensitivities. So if somebody's lactose intolerant, um, you might see that type of activity in the forehead. So in each square, it kind of gives you what the Chinese diagnosis might be, which is a good way to communicate to your client and understand lifestyle habits to help, you know, ex understand what is causing the problem in the first place. Because the truth is that the root of the issue is how you fix it. The product is going to aid the symptom, but the real correction happens when you find the trigger for the problem in the first place. So face mapping, as much as it is complicated, if you study each one of these uh, zones and different things that you would find in the zone, it would make it much faster for you to kind of take a look and know. Ultimately, we have five different groups of skin concerns. You're either going to have somebody that's going to be in the acne group, anti-aging group, pigmentation group, sensitivity group, but they can merge together as well. You may have an acne client that is going to be between the ultra calming line and the active clearing line. You may have an anti-aging client that might be between the age bright or the age smart line and the active clearing line. You may have a client that's between the age smart line and the pro bright line. So you kind of want to find the right products and, and treat each symptom based on product, but then understand what the lifestyle or the genetic makeup could be influencing that skin type. So that's going to be the answer to the first question. And I will send you this uh, chart and then I will end this and then start the next question on the next recording. Thank you. Let me know if you have questions.